0: On today's episode of Locked on Lightning, we're discussing some of the highlights from last night's game, as well as looking towards the rest of March. All that more, but first, let's play that music. You're Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. I want to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. On today's episode, we are discussing last night's loss against the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Just an unfortunate outcome. You know, Lightning were down early in this one and clawed their way back, ended up forcing the game into overtime and kind of would have figured that, you know, scoring that goal in the last, I would say probably 27 seconds, send it into overtime. You would have figured that the lightning would have had a full head of steam or at least some momentum going into overtime, but that wasn't the case. Only having one shot in that overtime period and uh, just a disappointing loss, you know, in the grand scheme of things, um, overcoming adversity throughout the course of a game uh it is encouraging especially for a team like the lightning who have struggled immensely like we have extensively covered on this show over the past couple episodes and what i've always said when the lightning do struggle is that they have to have good habits they have to have good habits and i feel like The recurring theme is that we look at them in a lot of these losses and say to ourselves, well, the lightning didn't do A, B, and C. And then we also say to ourselves, well, that's no surprise. You know, we, I don't think we ever really look back on a lightning loss where we say to ourselves, well, that was uncharacteristic of them. And I think that's where the problem really lies. And, you know, if you've been a listener of this show for quite some time, you know I really have the mentality of in Cooper we trust. You know, John Cooper has, I think, uh, garnered a lot of trust from Lightning fans and his players has made some, you know, at times it looks like, though, even though the Lightning have these lingering problems, you would expect John Cooper to somehow correct it. And we might see somewhat of a correction over the course of a couple of games. But then, you know, like we saw last night, um, early, go- early goals early on, shorthanded goal once again. Uh, the Lightning kind of th- going through the same revolving door of just negative things preventing them from winning games and you know it's it's frustrating and, and I know for some lightning fans we'll probably say and and this is completely fine and and I understand where you're coming from you'll you'll probably see probably say well you know what they've played the most games over the last couple of seasons that's fine uh you know you'll probably say well we'll turn it on in the playoffs And my answer to the second half of that is, well, why don't we turn it on here? Why do we got to wait till the playoffs to kind of show that we're ready for the playoffs? Uh, If you've been following us over the last couple episodes, I've also been discussing how really these last uh, this last home stretch for the Tampa Bay Lightning is nothing other than just getting ready for Toronto. And the lightning with the way they're playing as of late. And and I mean, even in this game, you know, there was like I said, the shorthanded goal, uh, the 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 early goals allowed. That's concerning. Um, with the way that and, and because the lightning do have the advantage going into this once again first round matchup with the Toronto Maple Leafs. They have the prove that you could do it factor where the 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 Maple Leafs have not won a first round playoff series i believe in over 7 years so my thing is though why would you go into that 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 series giving them those advantages potentially giving them those advantages and we've seen we saw that last playoff last year against the Toronto Maple Leafs and and you know, as as much as I could dog the Lightning and, and stress about the Lightning potentially losing in the first round to the Toronto Maple Leafs, I, I, I think that as much as it was disappointing that the Lightning did lose this game and did lose it in overtime, I still think that that... And then and, and obviously this is a team by team basis. I think that, you know, you play a team like Vegas in best of seven, the lightning could edge out at that series. You know, that's the one thing we could hang our hat on here is that the lightning do are able to roll with the punches over the course of, of a seven game series, which most teams aren't able to do. And I, I, I think that last night was kind of the classic example as well. If we're, Thinking big picture with a potential playoff series, or in the scope of viewing this as you know, what if these teams played seven? You know, I think the lightning, in stereotypical lightning fashion, come back in a game, in a hypothetical game too, and 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 kind of play a closer game and potentially squeak one out to even the series. So, you know, like I said, that's also like a a, a different whole nother outlook to look on it but really the, the the whole message that i'm trying to convey from last night's loss is that their bad habits or their bad trends are eventually going to come back to bite them you know the, the the i think the time for correction is especially with these things you know this isn't something that happened over the last couple of months or so. This is something that's been happening for seasons, last couple of seasons, at least since this show has been uh, on the air. So I think that's really you know something that at this point, as frustrating as it is, the Lightning are just going to have to deal with it and have to overcome it. And to kind of put it into perspective, and in case you're not sure, their last three games, the Lightning have allowed – uh three goals in the first 10 minutes. And as we all know, you know, usually in the game of hockey, it you know, it takes a couple of I would say probably midway through the first period for both teams to kind of settle in, to get a feel for who's doing what, what kind of game it's going to be. And you know, when you're giving up goals 6 6 minutes 30 30 in into the Carolina game, Five minutes and fifty-two seconds into the Philly game, and then twenty-seven seconds into the Vegas game, that is not at all remotely close to a recipe for winning. Now, Philly was a different story. Philly is just at the bottle of the barrel, at the bottom of the barrel when it comes to NHL teams. So, you know, the Lightning were able to get away with that. But obviously, those other two teams, perennial playoff teams, uh, one of them big time Stanley Cup favorite that's not going to fly. And that's 100% not going to fly in a series against with the Toronto Maple Leafs. And to put it in perspective also, what the Lightning have allowed 54 goals in the first period this year uh, versus last season, 67. So with the season dwindling down, you know, kind of trending in the same exact uh, mark, you know, give or take a goal. But you know that's something like i said every every play it, every shift is a way for the lightning to work on the matchup against toronto toronto has only let up 49 goals this season and i think that their 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 goalie situation is just it, it it's not a long-term successful thing now the lightning might be able to skate by literally and figuratively, Uh, with that against the Toronto Maple Leafs. But, you know, just hypotheticals, and not to get too ahead of ourselves, but, you know, unless some catastrophic upset happens, I mean, we're expecting a a potential matchup or showdown with the Boston Bruins at some point, or the Carolina Hurricanes. So really what it comes down to is, you know, are those teams going to take full advantage of the Lightning? And all their mistakes? Absolutely. Are the Lightning going to have to buckle down? Is their d going to have to do a better job early on? Absolutely. Is Andre Vasilevsky going to have to come out of the gates um, and, and, and really shut things down early on to set the tone himself? Absolutely. And one last thing you know before we move on and talk about some of the the positives from this game the lightning led in a shorthanded goal in this game to to push it to 3-1 and and really my issue with all that is that the lightning are no strangers to giving up the shorthanded goal and really what the lightning that's that's the other that's the other uh crutch that they live on you know and 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 if you think that's not a big deal well guess what the lightning the lightning are tied for the most shorthanded goals given up uh this season with 11 and by the way it was just to correct myself shorthanded goal which gave the vegas golden knights the lead in the in the third period so you know you, you you start off slow or not on the right foot Braden Point scores, you you pull it together, you have some semblance of, of, of being able to compete and giving yourself a chance to win. Second period's a stalemate, nobody scores. You know, those are the kind of periods I enjoy because the Lightning are allowing themselves to kind of just figure it out. But I feel like at this point in the season, you know, figuring it out is kind of almost a detriment to you because you should kind of really know uh what you could do and 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 not be a reactionary hockey team and and not wait for some urgence uh from uh this team before you know they're down a goal or two and then you go into the third period and 2 minutes 3 minutes in you give up a shorthanded goal and then we're back to square one so really the moral of the story is everybody is that the lightning need to really go out there and 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 really assert themselves and we haven't really seen that extensively this season we've only really seen it in in very low quantities as well as against lower teams teams that the lighting aren't going to come across in the playoffs so, yeah, the, the the Lightning really need to do a better job. They really need to, you know, like I said it's not all bad. You know, we'll talk about some of the positives in the second half of this episode, but yeah, if in case you're wondering what's wrong with the Lightning, <laughs> well there it is, you know. They they're digging, they they're taking one step forward and three steps back. So, or in this case against the 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 Vegas Golden Knights last night, four steps forward and five steps back. So, we'll keep an eye on them. You know, like I said, the, the month of March in terms of schedule, as well as just the rest of the season, it doesn't get any easier. So, we'll keep an eye on that. And hopefully, the Lightning could string together some good wins against very good hockey teams down the stretch. So, we'll talk about some of the positives from last night in just a little bit. But first, I want to talk about today's sponsor, and that is the number one sports book in America, and that is our friends. At FanDuel. Now, FanDuel, like I said, is the number one sports book in America, and they have all these great deals, props, and odds. But right now, it gets even better for new customers because they get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, you know, they have all the best odds, and they also have the best app because it's super safe, secure, and easy to use. The Bolts are currently plus 1,300 odds to win the Stanley Cup. You know, a far cry from, I believe, a couple of weeks ago. They were about maybe plus 900. Taking a little bit of a dip, plus, you know, other teams also playing well, where the Lightning have recently faltered. So, I, you know, if you still believe, I still believe that the Lightning could go back to the Stanley Cup final and make a play for another Stanley Cup you definitely want to place odds on that. That'll be a good return for you. So go to fanduel.com right now to get your no bet, no sweat first bet if you're a new customer. So don't miss a chance to get that right now to get up to $1,000 of bonus bets when you go to fanduel.com slash locked on. That's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with Fanduel. So you know we've we i often try to keep it positive here on the show you know as as much as we need to discuss the bad things and and really be serious and 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 brutally honest about how the lightning are at certain times you know it's not all bad and and it's you know as i don't mean to sound like i'm doom and gloom here but you know these are the facts these are the things that the lightning have failed to correct over the course of the season this was the same thing that has been an issue in game 1 as it was in in it's probably going to be in game game 82 i hate to you know be the breaker of bad news and it's still the same problem that we're probably going to have going into game 66 so but It's not all bad. You know, the Lightning are taking leaps and bounds individually this year. They're continuing to play well. Nikita Kucherov extended his home point streak last night to 23 games. Braden Point got his 41st goal of the season. And in years past, yes, you know, we might have the conversation uh, about Nikita Kucherov possibly being in the heart trophy conversation but as we all know the guy up in edmonton Connor mcdavid is kind of having a just off the wall season and i think we could all agree he locked up that award back in november but i'm curious as to in terms of significance and in, in terms of the rest of the nhl you know if, if you're a fan listening to this because uh, obviously I I can't speak from this because I I, I am a fan. But if you're a non-Lightning fan and you happen to be listening to this podcast, I'm curious what your perspective is on Nikita Kucherov, the the, the season that he is having right now. 26 goals, 94 points, uh, at times really can do anything he wants on the ice. And like I said, I feel like it's being a little overshadowed considering what Connor McDavid has been doing this season. I feel like in years past, Kucherov would be probably an easy shoe in for top three, top two, maybe at least in the league in terms of of, you know, consideration for the the MVP of the NHL. Now who knows i i mean you know the, the, i feel like every year we we always have some sort of huge debate um over you know the significance of a season and especially in today's nhl where scoring is as high as it's ever been you know is nikita a 94 point season he'll probably get 100 be very shocked if he doesn't pick up six more points in the next uh 17 games you know is it a little bit what's the right word i would probably say maybe downplayed in today's nhl with the season kucherov's having yeah the 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 26 goals don't exactly jump off the page you, but you know as we all know as all lightning fans know it, it it's a there's more to that story than just 26 goals um and then also you know you play that along with the uh, the fact that cooch at times just doesn't like to shoot the puck he he just does and he also you know if you're looking at his average time on the ice compared to the other top guys in the league uh and when i mean that i mean mcdavid and dry who are the top two uh in the nhl in points as well as, you know, both are both above 40 goals on the season. They both have uh, at least two minutes more of average ice time than, than Nikita Kucherov does, where I feel like we can't really equate that. I'm sure some people, some of the critics out there will say, well, he also doesn't play a lot, and those two extra minutes do count for something. Kuch doesn't need to play two more minutes. He doesn't need to play 22 minutes a night on average. I just feel because, you know, look at the weapons around him. You know, maybe some nights he does need to play a little bit more. But I think, yeah, in today's NHL with with the, the high level of scoring and, and you look at the guys behind him and then in points in general, I don't feel like it's as big of a deal to get to the 100-point mark as maybe as it was a couple of years ago. Just like I said, the uptick in scoring, every team seems as though as they have someone who who you put them around a good team, you know, for example, you know, just throw a name out there, you know, you put Tage Thompson, you know, young stud from the Buffalo Sabres, 42 goals on the season, 85 points, you know, you put him on a better team than Buffalo, you know, Buffalo's played well this year, we all know that, but you put him maybe on a slightly better team like a Boston Bruins or, or I don't know, a Dallas Stars maybe, or, you know, just spitballing here, uh, or even a Tampa Bay Lightning. He probably gets the 100 point mark. And I feel like that's just where we are in the NHL. I feel like goals are more sexy these days than points. Uh, I feel like at a certain degree, oftentimes when, we hear a certain individual, maybe like a Kucherov, um, gets to the 100-point mark. I often hear that, you know, well, that guy, look of who he's got around him. You know, look lo- look at some of the plays that he's making, you know. I-, I I feel like that's the common argument. I mean, well, you know, everybody's going to hit 100 points. Well, this year it's a little different. You know, Patronach, uh, David Pasternak was on Boston, uh, not even to the 90-point mark yet. And it kind of trails off there, but I, I feel like we're still having that conversation with people. And I feel like maybe that's part of the reasoning as to why unfortunately Nikita Kutrov, even if Connor McDavid wasn't having a 124-point season as he is right now, prop might might be able to get the 150. But I feel like even if Connor McDavid was, let's say, at the 97, 98 point mark on the verge of getting 100, I think still Connor McDavid just gets the MVP award just because he's Connor McDavid. Just because, and, and, and at the same time, on the other side of that, it's, it's other people are going to make the argument, well, you know what? Kutrov has more help around him. Yeah, but he's providing the help to that help. <laughs> so. You know, I, I think, let me know in the comments below. I think, honestly, the last maybe three, four years, I feel like the hype around reaching the 100 point mark, as still, I, I and, and I'm one of those people, I still think it's a very big deal because obviously there's not many people on your team that do achieve that. It's not very often that multiple players on a team do eclipse 100 points on a season. Um, but I still firmly believe that, you know, it's still a big deal, but I feel like other people, Uh, Other individuals uh, just look at it and say, well, you know what? It's a product of the NHL. Uh, It's a product of players in a good situation. Um, And it's just, you know, the the thing we're going to have to deal with, you know, Nikita Kutrov not getting the respect that he deserves, uh, not getting the hype I guess he deserves because, you know, other people will make the argument, well, look who he's got next to him, especially Braden Point, who has 41 goals of the season. Tying a career high last night in goals scored for his career. And really the question I want to ask all of you is can he get to 50? 17 games games left to play. It doesn't get any easier, like I said, for the Lightning. So, you know, as much as I want to 100% pencil him in to get nine more in his next 17, he could hit a road going forward. Uh, you know he get he get he has a chance to maybe net two on Saturday against Chicago Blackhawks, and then you got Connor Hellebuck and Winnipeg. You got New Jersey, who their goaltending situation is a little suspect to me. Um, you know, if you've been a listener of the Locked On NHL show on Thursdays, you know I'm a little bit uh, weary of two goalie situations. Not that uh, not that New Jersey has one per se. Um, but you know, I firmly believe long-term success, success for a team really falls on having that guy uh in your pipes for about 50 games or so, like like the Lightning do with Andre Vasilevsky, like a Winnipeg does with with Connor Hellebuck. And then you know, after going against the Devils twice next week, uh actually they go against them twice and three times in the span of a, of a week. They'll they'll play. The Montreal Canadiens, Ottawa, Boston, Carolina, and Washington round out the month of March. And then April, you got New York, both New York uh, teams, the Islanders and the Rangers, and then the Ottawa Senators there. So uh, with, with Toronto and Detroit to wrap things up. So... If I don't know. I I mean, it's a totally different mentality. You know, it's not like basketball where if you have a player going for the the scoring title, you tell him, just go out there, shoot, I'm going to play you, I don't know, 35 minutes tonight. You know, it's a little different with hockey and, and, you know, we don't have the luxury in this sport of being able to rest guys here and there like in the game of basketball where, Know John Cooper could go out there and tell Braden Point, Well, I want you to go out there and get five shots tonight every single night. Um, no, that's just not how it works. Uh, Teams are going to catch on to that. Um, I want you to be ultra aggressive because obviously, as we know, that could land yourself uh into a, a tough situation in terms of defense and 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 you know just getting out of your game. So I think he can, I think if he gets it, he'll just. He'll get it maybe in the last couple of weeks. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll get a couple of hat-tricks here and there. That'd be awesome. Um, the Lightning only have one hat-trick this season. But I that'd be cool. That'd be cool to say that Braden Point, especially after some of the injury issues that he has had over the last couple of seasons, get to that 50-goal mark. Maybe now the rest of the league will recognize Braden Point's Um, the, the really the dark horse on the Tampa Bay lightning, the player that a lot of teams, uh, or a lot of fan bases actually really just sleep on until the playoffs. Uh, no, he doesn't just do it in the playoffs. He does it during the regular season, uh, becoming potentially the third player in franchise history to eclipse the 50 goal mark. Steven Stamkos, of course, doing that twice. And the other one people that'd be Vinny LeCavierre. Um, getting 52 at one point in his career with the Lightning, where Stamkos, as we all know, had 51 a while back and then 60 as well. Um, yeah, so let me know in the comments below what you think about that. I mean, I I think that, and obviously, you know, the biggest question surrounding that if he does indeed do it is can he do it again? Now that's a whole another conversation to have for a whole other time. I think you know let's let's get let's have Braden Point do it first before we we talk about potentially doing it again. I think that really um, it will be a really good accomplishment. I think uh, it will be something that will energize the team going into the playoffs. So it, it will help Point um, individually with his performance. I think going into the playoffs gain him a lot of confidence. You know, especially in tough situations in the opening round against Toronto where, you know, point might struggle early on and he could say to himself, well, guess what? I'm a 50 goal scorer. I could, I could turn it around. And you know, that does a lot for you uh, mentality wise. I always say that, you know, the, I think the mental aspect uh, in this sport is more important than the physical aspect and the team will definitely rally around it. And so we'll see, and it'll open up everything else for everybody else on the ice because then now uh, other teams uh we'll look at Braden Point as as weapon weapon number one for the Tampa Bay Lightning and, and open up things for guys like Ross Colton, Brandon Hagel, uh Nick Paul, possibly Tanner Janot, who didn't get that Gordy Howe hat trick the other night, which I was very disappointed about. But I still have confidence that he'll he'll get to that. He'll he'll get that at some point, if not this season, next season. But yeah, the Lightning have a tough schedule ahead of them. Can Braden Point get 50 goal, get to the 50 goal mark in that time frame? Kia Kucherov will probably get a hundred points uh before the season ends. Uh, can the Lightning once again get things back on track with the tough schedule ahead of them and and end the season on a regular on, on end the regular season on a good note? Uh tune into the next episode to find out as we talk uh more about lightning hockey. So in the meantime, that's been it. For this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.